Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. It's that time again, time for another one of my reflections and observations episodes, which means that there have been another six guests who have come onto the podcast to share their whys with me and with all you fabulous lot out there in the world from wherever you may be tuning in from. This is the 49th episode and my seventh reflections and observations episode, and it's been a crazy journey just getting here. We're now just shy of 50 episodes and I can't believe it. It's just been fantastic. People are now tuning in from 46 countries and have listened to 49 episodes in 72 days since I launched the podcast back on the 30th of April. Just seems like a different lifetime, which I guess in in many ways it has been. There are so many more episodes to come as I've recorded over 80 different guests and I absolutely love receiving all of your feedback But if you haven't done so, I would really appreciate it if you could leave me a iTunes or Apple podcast review, as it's now called, as it really helps the newer listeners to understand what value they may be getting from tuning in. So thanks in advance for those who leave me a review. Right, back to my Reflections and Observations episode. First up is episode 43, Tipping Point with David Breaker. What a journey David went on and what an incredible transformation. I would like to thank Rosemary Williams for the introduction to David. I'm grateful that you connected us so that I could give David the opportunity to share his story on this show. When David described the nightmares that he'd been seeing, his own gravestone, it sent chills down my spine. I've had nightmares like that, the ones which wake you up in a cold sweat and your heartbeat is racing. His life was in the balance. He was suicidal and yet something changed his mind. And I'm so glad that somewhere in his unconscious brain, something stopped him from going through with it. David is now changing other people's lives and he is inspiring them through sharing his own journey, coaching others. It was interesting to see how someone planted that seed for him about counselling. For me, it just goes to show how other people's words can change the course of your life forever as he looked into counselling and did several courses, which then led to his life coaching. For David, It was the GP's words that not only changed his life, but saved his life. Another thing that David mentioned in his podcast were all the opportunities that he let slip by. Learning to bake with his dad was one of them. He frequently turned his dad's offers down to instead go gaming. And now it's too late because his dad is no longer alive. David said he has learned to bake. And through his baking, he said he connects him with his dad in a spiritual way. How many moments have you let pass you by, prioritising something that could have been done at just another time, but you didn't? I will be far more mindful to notice the decisions I make going forward. Because life does pass you by, and those moments that you need to treasure, you should do. Next up is episode 44, The Possibilist, with Gitanjali Trevoro Seymour. Gita shared so many different pearls of wisdom, I had to make notes of them myself. If not you, then who? And if not now, then when? What are you waiting for, she said. Her final message, the idea of 
The same boiling water hardens the egg, softens the potato. It's not actually the circumstances that make a difference. It's what we're made of. Now, I've heard this saying before, but I've been reflecting on it for a while since Gita said it in her podcast. Apart from the metaphor that it is describing, I actually was curious to understand the physics or or the chemistry behind why this happens, why an egg hardens and the potato softens. And after a quick Google, I now understand that starches soften when heated in an environment of a lot of water. And because potatoes contain a lot of water, they also soften in an oven. Eggs mainly comprise of proteins, so they harden when they're heated. Eggs have always fascinated me in the variety of ways they can be used in cooking, but I digress. No, no, hold on. I don't digress. This is kind of the point of the reflections and observations, so actually, it's okay. But another quote that Gita shared was something that she'd written decades ago that that came to fruition. I want to be the vessel that people can safely sail upon to discover new lands. Well, she discovered new lands. She travelled across the world. And it comes back to those words that we we hear or we write that will have an incredible influence on our lives. So what are you writing? It's no secret that I keep a daily journal and I have done now so for, oh, it's 1,310 days of consecutive journaling. And that started back on the 6th of December, 2016, when I wanted to document my daily wins, my learnings, some book reviews, the commitments, my goals, and any inspirational quotes that I encountered on the way to keep me going. Keeping a journal means I can't modify my memory. And as I have a daily record of how I felt at that moment in time, it has also shown me how much I have grown and learnt in those last 1,310 days. Today is 1,311 and I fondly reflect and observe who I am becoming in my journey, which is my life. I am so proud of where I have got to so far and I continue to grow and learn on a daily basis. Another phrase that Gita told us was to be more curious than afraid because you're going to spot the possibilities and that's going to give you endless amounts of opportunity, abundance and fulfilment. Yes, Gita, thanks so much for your possibilist attitude. We know it's your mission to help a billion people in your lifetime. And with this podcast, I know that that's just added to a few more of your numbers. In fact, I just want to share with everyone that one listener reached out to say that she'd been listening to the podcast while shopping. And she realized that she'd been standing in the same shopping aisle for a long time as she was captivated and did not want to miss a word of what Gitanjali was saying. Episode 45, Author Your Future with Richard Hagen. Wow, how many lifetimes has Richard fitted into his half a century or so so far? Just incredible, hearing his selection of his stories. Richard's message is to author the future, author your future, and the semantic perspective that drives him, that difference between for and from. Instead of what's the reason for this, he says, what's the reason from this? Richard knows his purpose and he talks of man's search for meaning by Victor E. Frankel having been very influential on his thinking. If you haven't read this book, I urge you to. Originally, the book was supposed to be published anonymously so as not to earn the author literary fame. However, Frankel finally gave in to Friend's request to publish with his name to the work. 
His simple goal was that the book would be helpful to those who were prone to despair as he could convey the message that life holds a potential meaning under any conditions, even the most miserable ones. His observations of his and others' experiences of life in a concentration camp, combined with his theory of logotherapy, makes for a rich perspective on how people find meaning and purpose in their lives. It is, of course, the fundamental concept that this podcast is founded upon. Frankel says that man is capable of changing the world for the better, if possible, and of changing himself for the better, if necessary. Every human being has the freedom to change at any instant. Ultimately, man should not ask what the meaning of his life is, but rather he must recognise that it is he who is asked. In a word, each man is questioned by life, and he can only answer to life by answering for his own life. To life he can only respond by being responsible. Thus logotherapy sees in responsibleness the very essence of human existence. There is no general meaning to life, and also there is not one singular meaning of your own life. It is unique to you and depends on decisions, situations and responsibilities. It did not really matter what we expected from life, but rather what life expected from us. We need to stop asking about the meaning of life, and instead to think of ourselves as those who are being questioned by life daily and hourly, says Viktor Frankl, quoting Friedrich Nietzsche, he has a why to live for, can bear with almost any how. According to Frankl, striving for meaning in life is man's primary motivational force. We cannot always control our circumstances, however we can control our attitude. We can control why we come to work, to inspire people to do the things that inspire them. Richard doesn't like easy answers, and he challenges the status quo, disrupting the norm. His mission is to build a legacy centred around empowerment and transformation is a big driver for him. He wants to educate people and publish books which do the same, publishing only those which have gravitas. We are aligned on this, as I too have taken on the commitment to author the future with this podcast. Next up is episode 46, Positive Psychology with Frederica Roberts, or Fred, as she's most often known. And the reflection I would like to share is about how she raises the importance of the quality of our relationships with people and how they impact us on so many levels on our mental health, on our physical health, and how long we live. As Fred says, a lot of research has been done in this area, and we are now living in a world where we are virtually connected to thousands of people via the various social media platforms that exist. Whilst this is great that we are connected with people, Fred says that we should not cultivate hundreds of relationships, but rather focus on the quality of fewer relationships and the effort that is required to nurture these relationships. Hearing this reminded me of when I first read The Chimp Paradox, the mind management program for confidence, success and happiness by Professor Steve Peters back in 2014. In The Chimp Paradox, the author discusses our impact on others after we have had interactions with them and the purpose of having a troop. Our troop is a small group of people who help, nurture, develop, stand by and protect you. And it is vital for our welfare to have the right people in our troop. The importance of the size of our troop and who we have within it is also key to our happiness and our well-being. The chimp and the human parts of our brain have different needs to be fulfilled. The chimp looks for strong individuals who make the troop secure and safe and the human wants to be surrounded by friends who are like-minded and who can offer qualities such as integrity, positivity, honesty or maybe have a great sense of humour. As Fred said, the quality of our relationships and interactions matter and require effort as our troop needs constant maintenance. We must not neglect the members in our troop, 
for not only our benefit, but for theirs too. We need to nurture our troop as neglected people will leave. Therefore, we must recognise and service their needs constantly. Professor Peters says that we need to think carefully about who's really in our troop and make sure that the human has chosen those people and we know who they are. Ask yourself, what have you recently done for each member in your troop? Do you know who are in your troop? Another point that Fred touches on is who you take feedback from and how you receive it. She reiterates the value of who is giving you that feedback and essentially it goes back to our troop. Are the opinions of those who sit outside our troop valid? Are the opinions of those people who sit inside our troop valid? Highly recommend checking out who is in your troop right now. Moving on to episode 47, The Gift of a Lifetime with Kerry Layton. What a journey Kerry has been on and how fortunate she was to have an expert surgeon at the right place at the right time who understood the anomaly of her vocal cords and the importance of their imperfection or who knows what story might have been told on this podcast instead. Kerry speaks of a surprise connection that she formed with her neighbours. When she was singing, they would turn off their television, they would stop talking and they would listen through the walls, upturning their glasses to hear better, just like the old Dixie Cups. They told Kerry how much they loved her singing and encouraged her to sing. She speaks of being like a bird being freed from a cage hearing this and that she finally found her wings to fly. Someone who had been struggling with their own mental health had given Kerry a gift a gift of a lifetime, as she describes it, that she is now passing on to others. And so the ripple effect continues. What a wonderful gift she received and how impactful on her life were those few words of encouragement from unlikely admirers who would sit on wheelie bin and listen to her singing over the garden wall. It just goes to show you, you never know what life may throw at you, but when you have a passion and you allow yourself to follow it, explore it, and you notice that you have the freedom to choose how you live your life, you can fly. A Gift of a Lifetime stood out for me as being the perfect title for Kerry's episode and as with all the episodes the title is always buried amongst the copy. When I listen back to the conversations before publishing them to write my show notes and write these reflections episodes there are often several options that I could run with. I try to pick the title that most befits the key point that the guest shares with me on the episode And that brings me nicely onto my final episode today, which is episode 48, Start With a Vision with Nick Bradley. Nick mentions Start With Why by Simon Sinek, but for Nick, he believes it starts with a vision, a 20-year vision, which then leads him to his why. Nick talked about how he was inspired by Tony Robinson's books, but he had not been to one of his events. And it was on one of his friend's recommendations that he took action and flew to Chicago to go to an event. Nick said he cried his eyes out as for the first time in his life, someone had made sense of everything that was going on in his head. Clarity of purpose ensued. One reference that intrigued me from Nick's conversation was that he raised the four questions to ponder by Jim Rowan. Now, I'm a big Jim Rowan fan, and if I had heard this before, I'd forgotten it. And if you've not heard of Jim Rowan, I recommend again that you Google and watch some of his videos that are available. The majority of the content that is used in personal development today and sales and marketing has originated from Jim Rohn. And I went and checked this out on YouTube to find the video of the four questions to ponder. What were they? First, why? Why not? Why not you? Why not now? 
short questions which require big answers. It takes us back to what Gitanjali said, if not you, then who? And if not now, then when? What are you waiting for? Essentially, it just always comes back to why. Why is really the foundation for everything we do, our very raison d'etre. And focusing on why and taking responsibility for everything you do in life not only enables you, it empowers you to design anything you desire. Knowing our purpose allows us to live our days on this planet, knowing why we do what we do defines our purpose and then we can stand by our purpose, ensuring that we meet our goals and stay on mission and are fulfilled. Nick speaks of the four traits that he recognises as being amongst all those conversations he had with fantastic entrepreneurs he's met over the recent months. And all these entrepreneurs are doing outstanding things in their business. But what are those four traits? Well, Nick sees them as being focus, discipline, consistency and productivity. People who are outstandingly successful have high scores in all four of these areas. They're perhaps not as sexy as you'd like them to be. However, it is in the mastery of the mundane that we unlock our potential. Focus, discipline, consistency and productivity. This can be said to be the case for most areas of business and life in general. That is, is those daily habits those daily decisions, those choices that we face every day that really make a difference to how we shape our future as we compound them. These decisions compound every day. And it was Einstein who said that compounding is the eighth wonder of the world. Small, everyday habits and decisions will take you either to the life you desire or to disaster by default. In fact, it's the smallest decisions that often shape our lives and it's the principle of reaping huge rewards from a series of small, smart choices that make all the difference. Now, there are some really great books that talk about this in much more detail. Atomic Habits by James Clear, The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, The One Thing by Gary Keller. All these books are fantastic, so go check them out. So that brings me to the end of this Reflections and Observations episode, and I just want to thank you for tuning in again. Next week, we enter into the 50s, and there are so many more fascinating stories from people from all walks of life showing why they do what they do. So make sure to keep on tuning in. Thank you for listening to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson, and if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star iTunes review. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram and Facebook and become a member of the inspiring, uplifting and positive Focus on Why Facebook group. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.